cannabis topics in less than 10 minutes. Let's go. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Dime. I'm Brian Fields, and with me, as always, is Kellen Finney. And this week, we've got a very special guest, Leslie Butchcore. Leslie, thanks for taking the time. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. It's really great to be here. It's really great to be here on camera with you. You know, I've been reading uh, what you've been doing and watching what you've been doing, and it's just such an honor, and I, I love what you've been doing. Your your fans are enormous. The, the following is great and the content is excellent. So when you were making that transition or thinking about making that transition from that pivot from investment banking to cannabis, was there any hesitation? Take us through what those early days were like and what you were feeling when you were making that move. 2010, I come out to Vegas and I've been a cannabis you know, aficionado on and off for many years, since I was 15. I stopped when I was working in finance, I stopped having anything to do with it, not because I thought there was anything wrong with it, but just I went through a period where I wasn't drinking, I wasn't smoking, I wasn't I was just not drinking coffee. I was just being super straight and narrow and focused on my career. Uh, And so when I came out here, although I was an active, consistent cannabis user, I had always been very much, you know, had an affinity for it. And so I came out here and I saw there was a medical marijuana market, although not a market, there's a medical marijuana law in Nevada. I went and visited some friends in San Francisco. You know, they, they showed me, what was going on with dispensaries and the medical marijuana market in, in, in California. And I started to do some research on it because I knew that if there was going to be legal adult use cannabis, it was going to be a massive opportunity. So I started reading some research in 2010 and 11. A couple of reports I read were the Rand Corp and the United Nations studies that were done about the illegal market, the black market for marijuana cannabis in the United States. And in 2010, according to Rand Park in the UN, the market for black market uh, cannabis in the United States was between 42 and $50 billion a year. Now, to give you an idea, the total value of the all professional sports, essentially, the same year, Major League Baseball, the NFL, the NHL, and the NBA was under $35 billion. So weed was bigger than sports in America. And that got me to really sort of think, and I was really digging into it. And then Colorado and Washington passed adult use. So I want to ask, your hands are tied all across the industry with multiple companies. Take me through what a day-to-day is like for Leslie. What type of topics is, is he going through? What type of conversations are you having? And t- talk to us about what goes on. Great question. So the days can be very different on a day-to-day basis, but overall on a week-to-week and month-to-month basis, it's pretty consistent. Our focus right now, my focus right now is, one, we are very interested in the moment in time that we're in as regards the beginnings of the establishment of brands that will be the brands that last for years to come. So one area is we're very focused on brand development. Another portion of my time is spent on policy. How will policy evolve as regards hemp, cannabis, domestically and internationally? Then there is also, we're trying to understand how does the work and process hemp extract and the fact that when people are making these different products, how does the fact that the 
extract goes above 0.3% THC in the manufacturing process, thereby breaking federal law. And then that extract is now considered marijuana. So does that mean that the products that are made from that now are illegal? Legal? Again, gray area. How's that going involved? How do we get in wide industry adoption, right? It makes sense. I understand from a scientific standpoint all the benefits, but how do we go from where we are today to get wider adoption for everyday consumers to wanting to make that choice to go to more of the hemp plastic versus the, the conventional current method? You know, a dear friend, Joe Bresney, who I mentioned, brilliant, brilliant political operative. He has one of my favorite nuggets of wisdom as regards policy. He always says you can count on a politician to do the right thing after you've removed every other choice. And so the same thing is true to a certain extent with consumers. Leslie, what is a lesser known fact about hemp that would shock or surprise 90% of the people in the cannabis industry? Uh, so I'll, it's not just hemp, but I'll, I'll talk about it. The, the only truly legal consumer product in the United States is hemp cigarettes. Why? What I said earlier about Wimpy, work, work and process hemp extract. When you're under the Farm Bill of 2018, where it's hemp, if it's less than 0.3% THC, everybody that's taking that hemp plant, processing it through all of the different methods that are out there to process it, and concentrating it down to an extract that then gets turned into CBD, CBG, CBN, CBDV, and the list goes on. In that extraction process, the percentage of THC by weight goes way above 0.3%. At that point, it's federally illegal. And every derivative product you've made from it is technically illegal. Not only like are there issues with shipping across state lines because of the gray area around CBD and, and other cannabinoids, but there is, I mean, clearly it's according to attorneys that represent the FDA and other government agencies, once that happens, it's not, it, it's in a gray area. Whereas hemp cigarettes, you're just taking the hemp flower processing and put into a hemp cigarette and then selling it. You never get above 0.3%. So technically speaking, as a consumer product that is based upon that for, for use, it's essentially the only legal product out there. Nobody really thinks about that. Let's do a quick rapid fire. True or false, Las Vegas will eventually become the Disneyland of cannabis. It already is. True. Outside U.S. country, you think will be a major disruptor for the hemp or cannabis industry? Mexico. Single favorite aspect of Burning Man, and are you still involved? The culture and community, and I absolutely am still involved. Psychedelics as a medicine, yay or nay? Absolutely yay. Do you think the media influences culture, yay or nay? <laughs> I am a big fan of yay. I'm a big fan of Marshall McLuhan and um, uh, Doug Robertson and others. I mean, our world is, we live in media now. Media is the world we live in. 15 years from now, most homes will be built using hemp. No, nay, sadly. True or false, you met your wife through cannabis sales. It's true. I met her because when she was, <laughs> I sold her pot. When, that's how we first met, when, when we were both kids. True or false, we will see a collaboration with Cypress Hill in the future. Well, I have every intention and desire to do it. And if it serves Be Real, if it serves Cypress, I am there to do to work with them. He's a dear friend and he's a great guy. And 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 he is the o they are the OG man. Like they got banned from Saturday Night Live in the 90s for lighting up a joint. What draws you into early stage disruptive trends in technology? 
I've asked myself that for a while. And I think the answer is, it's just the way I'm wired. I, for whatever reason, I was, I got involved in computers back in 1980, you know, which was pretty early. I was just a kid and I was just fascinated by them. I'm just wired that way. I'm attracted to things that are new and that represent massive change in how we're going to live and do business on a global scale. Since you've been in the cannabis industry, what did you get right? And most importantly, what did you get wrong? Let's talk about what I got wrong first. I got wrong in self-regulation. Well, I, what I also got wrong, I expected that by this year, we would see the descheduling of cannabis. Now, I'll claim force majeure for that. So I got that wrong. What did I, you know, some of the things that I got right, I got right the need for self-regulation. I got right, I got right the, um, a couple of the trends in the industry that we're going to start to see the importance of brands that we're going to start to see. I, I had been saying for years that um, we need to get to microdosing rather than macro dosing. I was saying, you know, the 75 milligram edibles. Yeah, there are some people out there that are going to use those, but it's going to be the three milligram edibles, the five milligram edibles that are going to be the ones that really end up being where the market is. And I've been predicting back, going back to 2014. I've predicted a couple of other things that we still haven't seen happen, but we will see happen. So I, I think I'll be right on. So Leslie, for our listeners, they want to get touched. They want to learn more. Where can they find you? Uh, they can go to my Twitter account, Leslie Box Score on Twitter, uh, Facebook Leslie Box Score. They can find me, Leslie Box Score, on LinkedIn. They can go to the Electrum Partners website and they can go, uh, obviously, to the Indoor Harvest website, indoorharvest.com, electrumpartners.com. We'll link those all up in the show notes. Thanks so much for taking the time. This has been a great conversation. I hope I have a reason to come back. Yeah, we'll have to have you back. <laughs> for sure. I really enjoyed it. This has Thanks been Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey there, my name is Leah Babrudi, and I'm the founder and host of Chicks Podcast, where I discuss cannabis, psychedelics, and other natural medicines. I not only interview people who use them as treatment for different conditions, but also the entrepreneurs who share their knowledge on how they built their businesses. If this sounds interesting to you, give my show a listen. I'm sure you'll learn something that'll surprise you.